You're listening to AW360, a podcast from Advertising Week. Recorded in studio and live at Advertising Week's global events, AW360 features thought leadership conversations with the best and the brightest in the advertising, marketing, and technologies industries each and every week. If you enjoy AW360, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and maybe even leave a positive review. Thanks for listening. Matt Wurst, welcome to the show. Thank you, Richard. It is great to be here. It is great to be at Advertising Week. The energy is is uh, palpable. <laughs> and here we are, day one, mid-morning, no less. That's why the energy is still so high. Right, right. Caffeinated, <laughs> fresh off the weekend. Come back Thursday afternoon. We'll see if you still feel the same way. I'll be here. You're CMO of Chasm. I am the CMO of Chasm. Tell me about Chasm. Sure. So Chasm is a white-label platform for brands to build the next generation of consumer loyalty. And we know that this is not a new concept for marketers. It's not a new concept for consumers. But this incentivized, gamified relationship that marketers have been building over the years with consumers is now increasingly complex. There are more channels and platforms where their consumers are engaging, sometimes with them, sometimes in lieu of brand participation. So our job, our belief, is that connecting these fragmented touch points will provide a better value for the brand as well as a better experience for the consumer. And we do that in a very seamless way. It grew out of web 2.5 technology, the blockchain enabling users to opt in. But now that we've connected to a number of different API channels, and social networks, and even point-of-sale retail e-commerce experiences, we've made it totally seamless, totally frictionless, and painless for everyone involved. As somebody who is something of an addict for customer loyalty programs myself, and a, well, let's just call it a, a download addict of every company's app for every possible purpose, Walk me through what this looks like to the consumer. What is the end thing that they see that's, that makes this different? So the fact that this is a white label solution means that brands can embed this ecosystem mm-hmm. and connected experience in and within their own website or app. So you don't need another app to download. You don't need another program or channel to connecting because it's going to be where consumers already are. So if they have registered and logged in with an existing brand and we already have their data, this is just expanding upon that, connecting in, incentivizing users and consumers to connect with Instagram or connect with TikTok. Mm -hmm. And now that they've done that, we can see across the totality of a brand's digital ecosystem what behaviors they're already participating in and what rewards we can give them for further engagement, for sharing. I personally believe, and I know that many marketers are now starting to see, that communities can be a channel for growth. It starts out very transactional. We want brands and consumers to connect. That's just step one, though. And many of the legacy platforms and programs out there are purely transactional. Spend a dollar, get a point. 
eat 10 pizzas, get an 11th pizza free. But that is very, very limited now, given that consumer expectations are changing. The proliferation of content, thanks to AI and n numerous other technical and even cultural shifts, are making this bombardment of content and messaging overwhelming. So if we can get consumers to trust and listen to each other and incentivize that sharing, then the cost of acquisition goes down because the cost of loyalty and retention will more than compensate for it. So we're at Advertising Week New York. It's 2023, AI is a hot topic. If we were to take something like what you offer, white label with Chasm, you know, one of the, you know, I was kind of going through the website and looking at the various things that you can do, and it all, you know, I'm excited personally about a no-code solution. Mm -hmm. If anybody is excited about that, it's me. You know, in looking at things like quests, leaderboards, things of that nature, is it really then that easy and potentially seamless to go, okay, you know, let's prompt everybody with, you know, I don't know, a discount code for next year if they watch four panels a day and they can share that with friends on social, you know, whatever network. I mean, is that kind of really plug and play? It's really plug and play from a technical perspective in that the platform itself is very turnkey. Setting up basic tiers for accomplishment and leveling up is can take one second. But with marketing, that flywheel still requires an understanding of who your consumer is, what's going to motivate them, what types of content and messaging will empower and enable them to take the desired action. But more and more, as consumers are finding this overwhelming deluge of content and messaging coming their way, we want to give brands and marketers an easy solution for getting started. So just initial, very basic behaviors. Connect with an email. Connect with your Twitter account. Retweet something. Post a photo on Instagram and tag Advertising Week. These are very basic behaviors that consumers are already doing. So by giving them that structure, that gamified incentive and reward platform, you're now building longer-term, meaningful, enduring relationships because most current transactional relationships. I'm at Advertising Week. Yes, I'm going to read your blog every once in a while. I'm going to listen to podcasts every now and then. But how do you know that I'm doing that? I was here. You scanned my badge. You knew that I participated in certain events. But how do you continue to avoid that hammock effect, that dip between now and the next event where you can capture my data? You can begin to create this enduring multi-touch point experience with the consumer over the totality of not just months, but years, and continue to learn with me. Very cool. So who out there right now is using Chasm, and, and what are some of your favorite uses so far with it? So we grew out of the early Web3 technology boom mm -hmm. and built a number of connected solutions that Web3 communities, not built on the blockchain itself, but some of those very active, engaged, uh, early NFT communities and DeFi communities were, were building and growing out of and connecting and sharing and learning from each other. And that was our first real client base. And some of those companies have continued to flourish. They've become brands unto themselves. But we've moved beyond just the Web3 audience to really be agnostic. There is, um, and again, as a white label solution, I don't want to name too many brands, but a very, very motivational and culturally relevant 
underwear brand is working <laughs> with Chasm to connect with its audience, to incentivize behaviors. They don't have a huge marketing budget. So how do they get their fans and their advocates who are very passionate to almost do their job for them? And this type of incentive and reward program builds that trust and that affinity because it's not B2C, it's C2C, consumer to consumer. So as we empower brands to spread their message to the consumer, we want to then activate beyond that, again, as a channel for growth. So this can work with QSR brand and a large retail chains that we're working with. Uh, CPG brands, travel, loyalty, yeah. around hospitality and even entertainment. Any brand that wants to create repeat and long-term behavioral relationships with their fans, their consumers, their advocates, can very easily tap into a solution like this and reward their fans for really anything. Loyalty programs aside, mm -hmm. what are you most interested to see personally and professionally at Advertising Week New York this year? So you mentioned the, and I mentioned, we both talked about it separately, the proliferation of artificial intelligence as a revolution for not just our industry, but for and across the totality of every human being and the way that we interact with each other. The challenge is that AI is really a, it's an umbrella term that can mean millions of different things to different people. Yeah. There are different use cases, there are different technologies, it can be consumer facing, there's generative art, there are solutions for operationalizing efficiency and data collection and aggregation. And I would like to see collectively thought leaders and actual innovators in this space begin to get more specific, talk about how and where the applications are driving meaningful value. And as long as we are continuing to tell those stories in a way that makes onboarding simple and differentiating from all of the noise about just AI, 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 and yes, it's exciting, but like, what now? Yeah. What is relevant for me? Because what's relevant for you might be totally different and still driven by machine learning or augmented human interfaces or data analysis, but your AI is gonna be different than mine in the same way that your internet experience is different than mine. Excellent. Well, before we started recording, you were telling me your big news of the day, today, on Monday, the release of a new podcast. Yeah, so about six months ago, a friend of mine, both a professional and personal colleague, decided that we wanted to take a fresh approach to and fresh look at and have conversations with smart people, but in a slightly different way. So we launched the Snarketing Podcast, which clearly if you know me and if you know my co-host Valerie Vespa of Outfront Media, we are snarky personalities, but we are at events, we connect with people, we're networking, and we're storytellers. But we're not just going to take everything that you say as a marketer at face value because you're in marketing. So we want to get a layer below. So we've actually launched 11 podcast episodes. Today was our 11th. Uh, we launched most recently with the new chief brand officer at Goodfeet, formerly Pearl Vision CMO Doug Zarkin. But before that, we've talked with executives from Papa John's, Team Whistle, uh, former executives at Pepsi and Nike and Activision Blizzard. And the experience has been really informative because I'm learning to listen, whereas before I thought I was a good listener and could react and adapt on my feet as a marketer. 
But marketing is about a multi-directional conversation, and so is a podcast. So if we can't do it at a one-to-one level, how are we going to do it at a many-to-one or a many-to-many level? How has response been from your guests to the sort of snarky tone? That's, I, I'm, I'm very curious about that because that's one of the things that, you know, 10 years ago you did not do. That was uh, a big no-no, but it the feels go- better these days. The good news is we've started with some people we know and trust. We also set some very high-level ground rules, which is we're not recording live. So if you think that we've gone over the line, not in an offensive way, we're not broaching subjects that are controversial or could be in any way construed as activist, Mm -hmm. but we would like to really get to the heart of why. What are you doing? How are you doing it? And why? Like, what's your story? Yeah. What motivates? What's the psychology behind it? And we're new to it, so we're still figuring out some of the voice, but we're empowering our guests to really have fun with it. And at the end, if they're like, you know what? That answer, I didn't really love it. Can you cut it? Of course we'll cut it because we're in the business of serving our guests as well as our audience. The magic of the medium at work right there. So I might ask you to totally cut this section out if it turns out that I feel in a week from now that I regret what I said. Fortunately, you've been quite kind and, and generous <laughs> with, uh, with, with the conversation, but that's the beauty of this medium, yeah. right? Once a billboard goes up in Times Square, if people see it and it offends people, you could take it down, but the damage is done. With podcasts and with other types of new medium, yes, there are real-time marketing experiences, and I was at the forefront of that with Oreo and tweets heard around the world 10 years ago, but now we have the ability to leverage technology, reach people in different ways, but also still be in control of the message. Excellent. Well, if people want to find out more about Chasm, where would they go? Go to join.chasm.com. We're giving out free trials for brands so they can get on to the ecosystem and see just how easy it is. They can connect with me on LinkedIn and other social channels as well. But really, you might already be on or using a Chasm, the, the platform already, and just don't know it because that's the beauty of white label SaaS solutions that big brands are jumping in with. Amazing. Well, Matt, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. It was Thank a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. Thanks for listening to AW360. For more podcasts like this one, be sure to check out Advertising Week's ever-growing roster of podcasts for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, including our flagship podcast, Great Minds. You can find those at www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts.